What does barbecue mean to you? It's all about family. Good food. Summertime and friends. Of nostalgia. A whole lot of tasty. Soul-filling, belly-filling goodness. All of my favorite foods. A cultural touchstone. For me, it's a tether to the people who came before me. Getting together with family and friends. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 209 of the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Sanderson. Sure do appreciate y'all tuning in. I do have a good one for you this week, folks. Many arguments have been waged over the origins of barbecue, and certainly our friends in the U.S. can take a great deal of credit for developing what is now widely known around the world as barbecue. However, if you think of barbecue at its origin as the cooking of meat over fire, either indirect or direct, then I don't believe any one culture or country can lay claim to it as truly their own. This method of cooking goes back to prehistoric times, and when humankind first learned to harness fire as a tool for warmth, safety, and of course cooking. This leads me to introducing my guest this week. Al Fergoni is from Argentina with Italian heritage, and he is bringing those influences and culinary styles, specifically the asado, to his new home in Texas, and combining them to make some barbecue magic. Check him out all over social media, at Al Fergoni, and on the interwebs at www.alfergoni.com. Dot com to see his line of rubs and also the very cool cookers and accessories that he sells. This portion of the podcast is brought to you by the Motley Q 2022 Competition Bounty Program. For the last couple of years, Motley Q's amazing products have been winning awards in multiple sauce and seasoning contests, like the best sauce on the planet. Competition barbecue cooks have also been receiving calls using Motley Q products at competitions all over the world. So this year, Big Joe and Jess are looking to add to the winning. In 2022, when you use Motley Q products and win a category or a GC, you'll get a little extra jangle in your pockets. It's as simple as this. Use Motley Q products in a sanctioned competition and take some pictures or video as proof. When you win a category or GC, email Motley Q the proof and they will send you $250 as a bonus for continuing the winning. They will most likely do a post about your win, but we'll not share any pictures or video that you don't want out there. Your secrets are safe with them. Visit motleyq.ca, that's M-O-T-L-E-Y-Q-U-E dot C-A, and click on the Barbecue Bounty Program at the top, tab at the top of the screen to get all the details. While the basic concept of barbecue is essentially the same around the globe, wood, fire, smoke, and meat, in practice and reality, it takes on some very different looks as you travel from country to country. Joining me today is a live fire expert who currently resides in Texas, but has Argentinian roots that have greatly influenced his style of cooking and some of the products he offers. Al Fragoni, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate How are you? it. I'm doing wonderful. Thanks for doing this. Uh, end of a busy day for you, so thanks for taking a few minutes out of your uh, out of your day for me here. So. All, all, all good, all good, and yeah. I, and I always have time for uh, for a barbecue conversation. Oh, wonderful, that's, that's what we live for, right? You betcha. Uh, I was I was reading the your bio on your website, so I'm really interested to hear your answer to this question. Uh, okay. Something I ask everybody at the start of the interview is, "What does barbecue mean to you?" Oh wow, that's a that's a deep question. Mm-hmm. So barbecue that we call asados, right? Yeah. Asados for us is a uh, it's not only a, a way to cook or a, or a meal. Asados for, for Argentinian culture is, is everything, right? It's, it's mm-hmm. how we socialize. It's how we spend time together. It's how we share. 
is uh is way deep on our culture right mm. it's like we grew up with that right yeah. like like me growing up i like uh every weekend all my life i have an asada right yeah 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 so so first your dad makes it right when you're growing up and mm -hmm. then you, you know you start growing up and then your bigger brother start making it and then and then it's time for you to start making it right. you know with your friends and uh and yeah well is 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 a huge part of mm. Argentinian culture is is the barbecue, right? Right. Well, that's awesome. I uh, love to hear that, and uh, nice to see a bit of that. You bringing a bit of that to us here uh, in North America, so thank you for that. Uh, uh, so obviously, uh, your background, Argentina is home for you originally. So talk mm -hmm. about uh, talk about that and uh, kind of your path well, from I there have... to getting to the states. Yeah, I don't want I don't want to bore everybody with oh, my no. story, but uh, yeah, but. Uh, <laughs> Well, I, I was born in Argentina, like I said. Um, I lived there all my life, and when I was when I was uh, in my early twenties, I, I I traveled to my uh, motherland, that is Italy, right? Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm I'm Italian descendant, so okay. I went to I live in Rome, and I live in Treviso, that is where my family is from, okay. and uh, and then I live in Spain, right? I was like a backpacker, like you know, like a kid yep. living the life, and. Uh, all the money that I make, I use it to travel <laughs> around, right? Yep. You know how it works in a, a world. But it, and then, like in a, in a in a exotic trip to to Morocco, yeah, we we, we were in Andalusia in the south of Spain. We took a boat and we went. I was with a friend visiting me. Mm -hmm. Then I met my uh, my actual wife yep. like twenty years ago. She's from Texas. Okay. So yeah, so we met there and uh, we fell in love. You know all the blah blah. Yeah. Then uh, and then uh, we traveled together, and uh, and then she went back. She has to finish school, so so then I went to back to Houston, and okay. uh, like six months there, we got married, and then like uh, I don't know stuff. You know, it wasn't planned, but we ended up living in Argentina. Right? Okay, she she lived there. Yep. I took her there, so we started our, our married life in in Argentina. Our three kids were born there, so. But, but kind of the agreement we have, right? So we live in Argentina, but we travel a lot to to the States. Sure. So yeah. that's what we did, right? Every year we, we used to come to the States, uh, mainly Texas. Yep. Then I started falling in love with the, with the well, the Texas culture, the American right. culture. Yep. And, uh, and again, well, you know, you know, life, then the kids are born and then you have your business, mm -hmm. you know, and, and the, but the conversation, if we should live here or there was all the time. Right. All the time so uh well we finally when we turned 40 my oldest one was 10 i was at, uh, said well okay let's do it now right yep. so because it, I, I, we thought you know like you know if, if we didn't do it that time we, we wouldn't we, do it we yeah. wouldn't do it so yep. okay well it's a, it's a, it was a tough decision right but um we're thinking about what you think at the time that is better for the family, right? So, so we mm -hmm. we end up coming to Texas uh, like in 2015, and that's how now now we're here, right? Yeah, you're here, yeah. You're in uh, the <laughs> San Antonio area. Yeah, it's like outside San Antonio, north northwest. And they, they call it the Texas Hill Country. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, it's very beautiful. Yes, uh, it is. The Texas the Texas culture uh, is um, is very. How can I put it? It's, the culturally is is different, but it's very similar, right? The the the, the, the main thing that they like here, like they they got the cowboy life, right? right. The, in Argentina, we have the gauchos, 
is a lot of similarities mm-hmm. between Argentina and, and Texas, right? Yep. They're very friendly, open people, you know, the six mm-hmm. hours barbecue and, yep. and the, 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 the passion for outdoor, outdoor living, yeah. you know, and, uh, and, and that's why I, I, I absolutely love Texas, right? Yeah, lots, uh, of, lots of similarities. Yes, yes. Yeah. And, and now, now I feel, uh, I feel, uh, I feel a Texan. Yes. A hundred percent. Right. Yeah. I, of course, Argentina, I'm very proud of that. And of course, I, yeah. Yeah, you don't lose but, that. Uh, but, uh, that, that's what Texas, oh, I, I didn't live in any other states, right? But, yeah. but, uh, but Texas, Texas gives you that, right? Yeah. You, you feel, you feel at home, right? Yes. It's, it's a, a great place to live. It's, uh, yeah. So I have, well, yeah. I've made my life here, right? I'm yeah. still going to Argentina a lot, right? Actually, I'm going one day, but, uh, because I still have businesses there and, okay. Family and friends, but uh, yep. No, yeah. I got, I've, I've I've spent a bit of time in Houston and, and in Texas a little bit with work, and uh, yeah, there's certainly a, a pride uh, a pride that the Texas uh, the Texans feel for yeah. where they're from. Yeah, there. yeah. So it's, uh, the Texas are very Texans are very open, right? Yeah. It's very they're very like open to new people. Mm-hmm. That I got. but honestly, when I when I uh, well, I find out before I move, right? But mm-hmm. uh, but but what you hear about Texas, you know, you you you. What I heard in Texas, it was a bunch of cowboys, crazy cowboys, you know, like, uh, <laughs> yeah. But it's not, it's, it's actually the opposite, yeah. right? The Texan people are very super open, yes. they're super welcoming, you know, it's like, uh, they make me, the, from the day one, they make me feel at home, yep. you know, they made me feel, I, I, I joined that pride that they have. And yep. it's like, I understood that in, in, uh, in one month here, and, yep. I, and, I, and I went all in to, to that, right? Yep. And, uh, but, uh, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, and you were, when you were in Argentina, you were in Buenos Aires? Yes. So yes. Talk Buenos about Aires. that. How big, a, I know it's a major city. How, what size of a population? Uh, well, Buenos Aires is a huge city. Yeah. Actually, actually, Argentina is a huge country, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's yes. like, a, people don't know, but it's the eighth largest country in the world, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, you guys, can, you got Canadians, you don't know. Yeah. You're, you're, you're huge, right? But, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's pretty huge. And, yeah. uh, and we are only forty million people, and half of that people live in Buenos Aires. So wow. it's a it's a very it's a very long north to south mm-hmm. uh, country. So we have in the north in the in the border with Brazil, we have rainforest, monkeys, and in the south we have glaciers, penguins, mm-hmm. whales. You know, it's yep. it's a very it's a very very beautiful country. The scenery is, is beautiful. Yeah. yeah so so I, I grew up in the in the in the in the outsides of Buenos Aires. Huh. So moving from that to San Antonio, which is a, a good-sized city, a bit of a bit of shock for you, uh, downsizing, or how, how did you adjust yeah. to that? No, actually, actually, uh, yeah, that that actually was a, like a kind of, I wouldn't say that shock, right? It was like a like a very. That's one of the things that I really like where I live, right? It's like living in a non-big city is mm. a is a huge plus, right? Yeah. You, you know, you didn't know that until you actually moved to a like yeah. a town, right? I, yeah. I live, I wouldn't say it's a small small town, right? But it's in the outskirts of San Antonio. You sure. Know? Yep. Everything is ten minutes away, and I, and I don't know what's gonna happen in the future, but uh, something I'm sure I'm I'm not gonna live in a big city anymore. Yeah. yeah. It's like the quality of living on a small town is 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 pretty cool. Yeah, I think it's probably think easier to go from a big city to a smaller place than. Yeah, the other exactly. way around, right? If you're if you've always yeah, ever yeah. only been in a small town, to go to a place yeah. like Buenos Aires with twenty million would be a 
would yeah. be more of a shock to the system, I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's a different style. Yeah. It's a different lifestyle, right? Yep. It's like, I, I bet it happened in like in Houston, you know, Dallas, uh, you know, all, all these big cities is the mm. same, right? Yeah. It's a different kind of living, uh, yes. I think. Yeah. When you get it, yeah. As soon as you get out of the city, it's a little different. Uh, yeah. Everything slows yeah. down a little bit. Uh, take it easy. Oh, but, but this is the thing. All the people that I know that they, they move from big cities, they don't go back, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah. You know, it's like that. That's a that's kind of like a rule, right? Yep. The, the people that I know, it's like uh, they escape from big cities, yeah. but but when you're there, you don't know it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, as soon as you get out, you just feel it, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. My, uh, my daughter's 18. She just, Calgary, where I am, uh, we're about a million, million and a quarter people. So it's a good good size, not a huge city. Yeah. She's just moved uh, across the country to the East Coast to a, a town of 15,000 people. So she's, oh, wow. uh, she's enjoying the quiet, uh, <laughs> small town well, life. I heard, I heard a lot about where you live in, and mm-hmm. they say it's like a... Well, Mel said it's like the Texas of Canada, right? It's a little bit, yeah. Very a lot of similarities with uh, oil and gas are a big, uh, yeah. a big industry here. So that's the big similarity, and lots yeah. of ranch land and cattle, and yeah. so yeah, certainly and some horses, similarities. Horses, and, yes, you know. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mel's about three hours up the road from me, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, far, far yeah, enough. <laughs> that's a, that's on my bucket list. Yeah. To. Well, we'd love to love to have you up here sometime. So. Yeah, and you uh, looking in your bio, you talk about some Italian influences, and you mentioned it there, uh, kind of Italian heritage. Uh, um, yeah, you bring that into some of your cooking a bit. Yes, yes, yeah. of course, because we have the that that uh, we grew up like that, right? Mm-hmm. Actually, actually, there's uh, people don't know, but uh, you know, we call the motherland uh, Spain, but actually, in Argentina, is uh, is more Italy than Spain. Oh, I right, think. Okay. Uh, I, the other day, like sixty-seven percent of Argentinians have Italian descendants. Wow. So, so yeah. So that's a big, that's a big, big, huge influence, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. In uh, the Italian, the Italian in, in Argentina, so the food is very similar, right? We have, we have awesome pizza. Actually, that's one of the things that I, uh, I miss the most, right? Mm-hmm. That I think uh, America doesn't have good pizza. I mean, yeah. I, <laughs> I don't, I don't like the pizza here. Oh. I can't adapt to the pizza. Is 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 the only one thing I can adapt is the pizza yeah. here, right? It's like so. Uh, yeah. So yes, I, I yes, that's how we grew up. My mom yeah. is Italian. My actually both sides of my family are Italian descendants. So yeah. so a lot of the culture. And I live in Italy, and then I, I was surprised how how similar you know the yeah. culture, the socializing is yeah. between Italy and, and and Argentina. Right? We are loud. We. Yeah. Talk with the fans, right? Yeah, we, yeah. We do I've got some French in me, so I do a fair bit of that myself. <laughs> <laughs> my family, when I when I get going, my kids uh, they duck and stay away. So. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, about I guess probably fifteen years ago, my wife and I uh, spent about ten days in uh, Italy, Milan, and Tuscany, and just uh, oh, yeah, nice. yeah. loved it. Good. Amazing, uh, amazing country. Yeah, so good. Yeah. definitely on my list to get back to. So, oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, the food there is so so, oh, so amazing. Cool. Well, but uh, but but talking about food, I think uh, I think Italian Italian uh, food is uh, is the how can I say it? Uh, if you go to an Italian restaurant, even even here in, in big cities, right? You get all these dishes as complicated dishes mm-hmm. with these sauces with their, I don't know, thirty names and stuff. Yeah. And that's that's not true, right? Yeah. The, the the one thing that I can say, and I'm not an ex- expert, of course, but 
the, the only thing I can say about uh, Italian food is the simplicity, right? Yeah. It's a, it's all about the ingredients you use, mm-hmm. right? The, the, the good thing about the Italian food is that they use good ingredients. Mm-hmm. Right? If yeah. you eat a pasta, it's going to be good. If you put olive oil, it's going to be awesome. And if you get a Parmesan cheese, it's going to be awesome. Like, like that's this is a that's happened to me, right? When I, I was in a budget, right? I was a backpacker. I yep. was, you know, trying to you know spend the less money I could, and, and I used to buy fresh pasta, and I have a block of Parmesan cheese, and then I have a bottle of olive oil, yep. and that's a great meal. So yep. when mm-hmm. I went back to Argentina, I said, okay, I need to, dude, I live I live with this for years, and and, and it wasn't the same, not yep. even close. Yep. And that's what I mean, right? The, the ingredients. Mm-hmm. Of Italian food is yeah. is what the big difference, right? It's yeah. like they're not complicated, right? Yeah, it's, it's not, you, yeah. you know what I mean, right? It's, it, it, they don't have those dishes with all these twenty five names, you know, and yeah. all these sauces and cream and stuff. It's, yeah. it's not like that. It's, yeah, that's the uh, the fancy chefs trying to put their spin on it, right? So exactly. Yeah, no, simple and rustic. That's uh, when we were in exactly. Tuscany. That's uh, well, it's all about the ingredients. Yeah, absolutely. That, Using good ingredients. Yep. Well, let's get uh, talking a little barbecue and grilling. How did that become a business for you? The getting into the barbecue stuff. Where, what was the? Uh, how did that become a business? I guess. Well, yeah. That, that's a good. That's how you put it. Is very good because barbecue was in my life all all, all, all my life, right? right? But uh, it became a business when I started. Like, uh, well, it's actually COVID, right? Mm-hmm. When COVID hit, and I, and I. Uh, and I have businesses in Argentina, and I had some businesses going on in here in the states. And uh, and then I'm an entrepreneur, right? So mm-hmm. everything goes, everything stopped, right? With COVID, yep. Everything stopped. My business in Argentina stopped. So so I actually was like, uh, I don't know what what I'm gonna do, right? Because it's not much you can do because COVID was, you know, full blown. So yep. it's it's not that you can go out there and uh, so yep. so actually my wife started like, a, you know, like. A, encouraging me like uh, go go no cook do something right so i started like uh i started cooking and posting videos mm-hmm. and i started with this uh, and i talked to my friend that he owns the fuegos right fuegos tx right yep. uh, i've been talking to him before covid about like uh, the possibility of doing this you know brings the grills here and do that so we were like in the beginning of the conversations, but when then COVID hit, I said, okay, okay, dude, send me some grills, right? Yeah. So he sent me some grills and uh, like he told me how to do like a, he, he's very good in Argentina. He's very good on social media and, and he basically 90% of his business is on social media. So I, I really, I really was intrigued about that business, right? Mm-hmm. Being an entrepreneur, I was blown away about how you can, you know, how can you build a business on social media, right? So, so that's what I started to, starting to do, right? Yep. Making making like a making a like a videos about right. about like how how I grill, right? Yep. But uh, then I, then I realized because I start I start growing pretty fast, but mm-hmm. I was doing like Argentinian style asado, right? Right. So a lot of people didn't understand what I was doing, right? Because it's so different, right? Yes, and, yeah. uh, but then I realized, you know, what, what actually I was developing that years ago, right? I, I started like fusion the South American barbecue with the American mm-hmm. barbecue, right? right? Like rubs, for example, right? Mm-hmm. In Argentina, we don't use any rub, not at all. Right? It's just okay. salt, right? Yep. Some like crazy people use pepper, right? Oh, but it's like... <laughs> 
But uh, but then I started like doing like uh, like that, right? Like cooking uh, cooking Argentinian technique, but uh, like uh, like a North American style of cooking. Yep. And then when I started blowing up, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and I and I. And I and I realized that right. I realized that the, the audience here they want to see something that they want to be familiar with, right? It's it's not like a, they 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 need to see something that they can do themselves, right? So I, so I basically basically I did what I love to do, right? It's like cook and, and and share tips and share ways of cooking, technique, equipment that I was using, and and and. It was unexpected, but I started blowing up yeah. on social media, mainly on TikTok. I started like having millions of views, and I was like, "What the hell is going on here?" Right? I don't know. Yep. Yeah, I haven't figured out so the that, TikTok that, thing yet. So. Yeah, I'm a 48. <laughs> like I said, like now I introduce myself. I'm a 48 year old TikToker. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got you by two years. I just hit 50. So. Well. Yeah, but uh, yeah. that was pretty cool. That yeah. was pretty cool, and since then, it's, it's been pretty cool, right? Yeah, awesome. Uh, so the the Fuegos uh, grills and stuff, where are they, are they in made in Argentina, or is that in Texas? Yes. No, they're made in Argentina. In we your, ship. Okay. Yeah, whenever we can, we ship, and we we have stock here. But yep. uh, mainly lately, we ship it directly from Argentina to the to everybody's houses, like. Yep. Uh, it's called drop shipping. We we yeah. use DHL, yeah. you know, UPS. We sell actually our third grill, second or third grill that we sold was in Canada. Oh, nice. Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, so we ship it from there, and uh, yeah, and it's working so far. Yeah. Of course, we we can improve that. You know, if we can we can bring containers and stuff. Yeah, doing if, stuff yeah. if the volume's like, there, absolutely. Yeah. So. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. But again, open fire cooking is not a it's not a massive kind of thing. Right? No. It's, it's kind of like a niche, right? Yeah, it's growing, but yeah, it's not there yet. For yeah. Well, get... but I realized I realized uh, realize that Canadians uh, in percentage, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, again, it's my feeling. I don't know if it's right. It's, it's a fact, right? But my feeling is that Canadians like 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 open fire a lot. Yes. Yeah. They they do a lot of open fire. Yeah. So I have a lot of followers in Canada and. and and I have a lot of interaction with Canadians, yep. you know, and, and we, we, we sold a lot of grills in Canada. Too. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. They're great. Uh, great looking grills, folks. Check it out. Uh, Al Fergoni.com and Al at Al Fergoni on Instagram. Uh, be sure to check these grills out. Amazing looking, uh, something a little different than what we're, what we're used to here. So, uh, really some neat yeah. stuff. And, uh, then you've got a couple other lines you're carrying, uh, the new K I noticed as well. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's, that happened like, uh, after after one or two years doing this, uh, mm-hmm. a lot of and, and me getting big, uh, coming big on social media, a lot of people start like, a lot of companies started reaching out right to mm-hmm. to for me to promote uh, the grill. So yep. so I like cherry pick like the best ones right because I got a lot of people in, sure. you know yep. contact me, but I I just actually you know tell them to send them a grill and I try them and and then when I, when I when I knew they were worth it to to promote and sell, yep. that's what I did, right? So, so yeah. So, so now I have, again, not a, not a lot. I don't want to be that guy, right? Yeah. I don't want to be the NASCAR car, right? <laughs> With all the <laughs> so everything that I sell online is I use yep. and I test it and I really really like it, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it's worth to to sell, right? Yep. 
Yeah, we've got a uh, distributor here for the new K, uh, just a little bit outside of Calgary that I've spoken with. So I've, uh, I've yeah. looked at their products and stuff, and uh, some, yeah. a little bit different than the uh, the Fuegos uh, items, yeah, but exactly. uh, still some really neat uh, fire. And then what was the other one? Tagwood. I'm not familiar with the Tagwood. Tagwood yes. Tagwood is, okay, Tagwood and Nuke are the traditional Argentinian style of grilling, right? right it's okay. basically a, a Santa Maria with a firebox. Right. Uh, that's that, that's a big thing about uh, Argentina. We we don't cook with fire in Argentina. We cook with the coals. Right. We cook yep. with, uh, with, with the heat from the coals. That's, yeah. that's how we do it. At least we are doing a salor style that is like the, the when, when you put the rack, and you cook it 45 degrees yep. in the flame, and then you cook with the flame. Gotcha. But, uh, Otherwise, it's with the coals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we could, we do slow cook with the coals. Awesome. When we return, Al Fergoni and I chat about how his chimichurri seasoning and other rubs came to be, and much, much more. This portion of the podcast is brought to you by Pitt County Barbecue, who is bringing authentic North Carolina-style whole hog barbecue north of the border to Alberta and Canada. Based out of Edmonton, Pitt County Barbecue will come to your event and cook an entire pig on site using their custom-built cooker designed by owner and pitmaster Peter Zakuski. Pitt County Barbecue brings a unique regional dining experience from North Carolina chopped barbecue pork to Piedmont-style coleslaw. Trust me when I say you've never tasted anything like this before. The meat is so good you don't even need sauce. Peter was on this past season of Firemasters on the Food Network and is truly inspired by the South. His attention to detail and quality is second to none. From delicious food to amazing customer service, make sure to book Pet County Barbecue for your next event. Also, check out their new live fire farm-to-flame dinners at the Old Red Barn outside of Leduc, Alberta this summer. Peter designed and built several live fire cooking apparatuses through Pitt County Metalworks for the event and is providing an elevated live fire dining experience. Follow them on Instagram and Facebook and to book your event, visit their website at pittcountybbq.com. Awesome, Eddie. And then you've got some of your own uh, seasonings and uh, the chimichurri. Yeah. And how did you get, uh, how did that come to be? Oh, okay, so uh, that's a... Uh... That's a good story because when uh, chimichurri is like like the only sauce we yeah. we do in Argentina, right? Being in Texas here uh, with such an influence from the Mexicans, right? Mm-hmm. They have twenty four thousand sauces, right? <laughs> and, and everything is so spicy and stuff. So yep. so I well, I'm getting used to that, right? I don't mm-hmm. like that, but yep. uh, but then, then when I actually when it was part of the business, right? When when I moved here and I like uh, I was doing by myself, right? Well, actually, so when I one time we, I, I get at the beginning I, I get starting getting so obsessed with smoking, right? I mm. want to learn how to smoke, right? I was smoking all the time, and yeah. I got a smoker, and I I need to nail this, right? And and one time actually my wife uh, put together a t- because a chimichurri sauce is a, it's liquid sauce. Yeah, right? it's a sauce. Yeah, that's how, what I'm familiar with up yeah, here is a the, sauce. A right? sauce so, yeah. So one time my wife, I have to give credit to her, sure. she yeah. did like a like a dry rub okay. of chimichurri, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of using all fresh, she did that. So I, I smoke a pork butt mm-hmm. with that and it was pretty good. Yeah. You know, savory taste also. And one, and so I kept doing that right all the time. Like I mm-hmm. was doing that for me. I make my own mix. But one time I did a lot of mix, right? So it, I have a lot of leftovers. Yep. So then, I, then you know, I said oh, I don't want to throw this away. 
So then I, I then I mix it with vinegar and olive oil, and I said, "Holy shit!" Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Said, yeah, it's okay. Holy, yeah. <laughs> holy shit! Dude, this is this is something, right? Yeah. So, so that's what we did. Like for I don't know for six years we yeah. did that. Okay. And then when I started, and we did it, we did we we used to make a big batch for us, right? It was every we like to do a lot of asados. We are very social here. Mm-hmm. Right? My kids are very social, so we have a. We have barbecues all the time. So yep. every time people come over, I did the same stuff. You know, I had the mix ready. And uh, and then when I started like uh, blowing up on TikTok and I started selling grills, then I thought to myself, dude, if I have all these followers, yeah, you know, that, that they're willing to pay, you know, the big buck for, for grills, what if I have a $10 product? Yeah. yeah. So, so, so yeah, I was the, the motivation was like a business wise, yep. but then. I started, I started like bottling, you know, I get a co-packer yep. and then, and then people start like uh, buying it and, yep. and, and that still, I'm still surprised how many people like use my product and they tag me and they, they use it all different ways. Like, you know, like yep. some people do like compound butter with it and, oh, uh, yep. and you know, or big accounts on social media that I, I didn't realize they tag me and I say, who's this? And, <laughs> and they have a million followers and he's yeah. recommending my products and I said it's 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 pretty it's yep. pretty cool. Yeah, no you know, doubt. This is it's a pretty cool but I, of course growing a business is cool but you know yeah. it's a very when you when you create a product that you love and and, and people buy it and, and big guys like talk good about it. Mm-hmm. It's very how you say gratifying. Yeah absolutely it would be yeah. Well, yeah. and I, with that seasoning, I think it's great that you can use it as a dry rub, or as you mentioned, you've mm-hmm. you give the directions to make turn it into exactly. a sauce, right? So you got yeah, to, exactly. it's kind of dual purpose for people, which is great. So, is exactly, that? Uh, yeah. Do you have anyone selling that up uh, north of the border here, up in Canada? Yeah, it's a gospel barbecue. They they like my distribution. Okay. So so they uh, they sell it online in Canada, okay. and you um, also sell it to stores. Oh. Uh, yeah, so so they already bought. Yeah, they they they're pretty cool. The yep. the owner is, is is a pretty cool dude. Uh, he bought a, a few pallets and then he bought more. And, Perfect. Uh, he's he's doing good. Wow. I'm glad I'm glad that happened because you won't believe how many Canadians they wanted my product. Right? Yep. Uh, actually, a few times I like uh, I make a list of ten guys. I went to the USPS. I had to fill up the the custom yeah, form. Yeah, what a pain. Eh? <laughs> Oh yeah, but but I I did it because oh, of course, you know, yeah. I, yep. I want to support my followers, yep, right? It's, absolutely. Yep. It wasn't about money. It was uh, actually I lost money on that, right? But yeah. I wonder people wanted to have the product, right? Yeah. So I like. So I'm very happy that 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 they they bought it. Yeah. They're like my distributors, yep. right? Yeah. Well, I'll have to check it out, and it it'd be nice because you know I've I'll buy a bottle of chimichurri at the grocery store, and we use a little bit, and then it sits in the fridge and goes bad, and then the next time I need, you know. So with this, I can just mix a little bit up as you need it, right? So that's uh, if you want the sauce, yeah. and otherwise use it as the seasoning. So, exactly. Yeah. Well, the, yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and then, like I told you, I, that's what my main idea. But then people start using it in all different ways. Oh, that for I, sure. Yeah. I was, they 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 do compound butter. They yeah. do marinades. They they mix it with other stuff like yeah. I don't know, with lime juice. Sure. And, yeah. Uh, okay. They, they do it with all this crazy stuff that right. I. And I always like when they talk to me. I said, "Dude, I need to try that." Right? Yeah, so, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> that's my next video, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> then you've also got uh, grilling salt, and then a salt and pepper rub. Yeah, that's that's my my my. Yeah, I, I launched them like a 
three weeks ago. Oh, it's we're like, just brand new. Okay. Yeah, again, it's it's more. Those products are like a, more like a that that shows that I I want to keep consistent in my content in, in what I sell. You know, I, what I produce, I want to keep consistent what I what, what I do, right? What mm. what I believe in, right? So so grilling salt, actually in Argentina is very popular, right? But uh, here nobody actually salt, right? Sea salt with the right size, so. Uh, but nobody marketed like that mm -hmm. here, right? You can find yeah. sea salt, but nobody sure. marketed like uh, grilling salt. Right, right. And, that's, uh, and the grilling salt—that's that's a product that I use all the time, right? Is is the right the right size? So I don't know why, but the meat. Let's say you're doing a tri tip or yep. a big piece of meat. If you if you salt it, the meat is gonna absorb whatever it needs, and the rest yeah. is gonna stay alive. Yeah. Again, don't ask me why, but yeah. you know it's so. So if you, if you like regular salt, you, you can over salt your meat, right? Yeah. But with this, you can't. Yeah. And the and the blend uh, pepper and salt, it was more more like honoring uh, where the, I live, the, right? The Texas, Texas, absolutely, yeah. Exactly, but yeah. I but again, but it, it's not the normal. You know, it's not the normal blend. It's, yeah. I use also crust, crust pepper, crust salt, right? It's it's not like powder, so. Yeah. Of course, pretty yeah. cool too. Nice. Actually, that product is the is, is one of my favorites now. I use yeah. it all the time. Yeah, I use it for breakfast. I use it all the time. Yeah, I use perfect. it. Perfect. Yeah, mix it. Just the salt and pepper mix, right? Keep it simple. Yeah. So let yeah, the let exactly. the let the food and the meat uh, let their flavors exactly. uh, speak for it. Again, right? so. again, probably is part of my background, right? Yep. I want I want the flavors of of the ingredients or whatever you're cooking to to you know. I I don't want the cover. The flavor of a steak of a tri-tip with with other stuff, right? I like to. I, I think with this this kind of seasonings, you know, they they you, you put up that that, that flavor, that yep. natural flavor that the meat has, right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's like uh, my my first time going into Louis Mueller Barbecue up in Taylor. There, it's uh, just yeah. that that piece of brisket with the salt and pepper on it. It uh, it just hits you, right? So, yeah, yeah, yep. awesome. Uh, so you, we, we mentioned our, our mutual friend Mel a little bit, uh, yeah. and you guys have done some, uh, some kind of group gatherings and stuff. Talk about that, uh, that group a little bit. Well, I met, I met Mel in a social feast. Yeah. Social feast. That's it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a big event. And uh, so I met him there and, uh, we clicked right away. Right. I, yeah. I think Mel is, uh, is the kind of guy that, uh, yeah. He's the kind of guy that he's, he's all out there, right? Whatever you see online, he's, yeah. that, that's that's what you get. Yep. And, and, and he's so passionate about what he does yep. that uh, that is contagious, right? Mm -hmm. So so we click right away, right? He 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 got my vibe, I got his vibe, and yep. uh, we click right away. And 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 actually, he told me, you know, when when we were when the social feast was over, he said, "No, I'm gonna stay one more day doing that." And I said, "Hell, then, dude, I'm staying with you." Yep. So we we spent that day there, and he's like, we were traveling from the south to Alabama, and he yep. was loving every every moment of it. And I said, "Dude, if you really like this, you need to come to Central Texas. Yep. Right? This kind of, kind of where I live, right? Yeah. I'm in the Bahamas." So. So he came. He he's actually actually I didn't have to insist a lot, right? No. He's after social peace. Dude, when when are we doing this? Yep. When are we doing? It? He's like uh like <laughs> he, he was cooped up. He was cooped up here for a couple of years. He's uh... <laughs> he, he, he was like a, he was like harassing me, like a dude. When are we yeah. doing this? So then uh, he was so close to 
to social feast, right? right. Uh, it was so, so close that, that when, when he was saying, okay, I'm okay. I told him I did this weekend. Right. Mm-hmm. And then he replied with the, with the capture of the, of the ticket that he just bought. <laughs> right? was, oh shit. This is going it's on. on. <laughs> yeah. It's done. So, so yep. then I, um, so then I, so then I said, okay, if he's coming, right. So close to social feast. So I invited everybody to social feast. And then I've invited a lot of people. And, yep. I don't know where we had 20 guys coming to Texas to my place and uh, yeah. it was epic. Honestly, it was like, yeah, it was, it was epic. We, we, yeah. we spent like three days all together. People came from, uh, well, Mel from, from Canada, yeah. Miami, Seattle, uh, Michigan, yeah. you know, California, everybody. Was, and that was, uh, I, I was unorganized, you know, it's yeah. like, what is that about? I don't know. Just, just get here. This is my address. Yeah. We will figure it out, right? Yeah. So, so that, that was a big, a big, a big event. Yeah. Um, we had so much fun, and then, and, and then uh, after that, we well, we we you know, we, we with Mel, we just connect more, mm-hmm. and then it was like he came a few more times. I don't know, I lost that count, but uh, yeah. Mel, Mel is a, I can say Mel is, is, is I can say he's a good friend. Yeah. I, I got to know him, and he's a. Uh, and again, I think the the passion of what we do that that's that, that was the connector, right? Yeah, absolutely. We, Mel is a guy that he's uh, he's very open to to other you know to everything, right? Oh, absolutely. Like, yep. Uh, he's he's open to learn everything, yep. and he's he's so passionate about it. So so intense about yes. it. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is intense. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, he's, so, uh, he's a great guy. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, well, no, uh, but, but honestly, it's like uh, one of the things that I that, that I appreciate most about me starting this is knowing people like Mel, right? Mm-hmm. People like Mel, Javi, the big house in, in South Texas, you know, big on Oregon and, and Misty in Seattle, and, yep. you know, all these guys that you you been you met on because of this is is absolutely amazing. Yeah, because it's like when when I don't know why, but when, when the passion that we have, oh, it's all yeah, dog. Yeah, my dog. Yeah. <laughs> when the passion, when, when you when you do all these guys that I and a lot more, right? Probably yeah, I'm forgetting yeah. all the guys. But, uh, when 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 the passion brings you together, yeah. when your passion brings you together, that that that's something special, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you've like, got that common bond that uh, exactly because yeah. let's say the first the first Texas meetup, you know, everybody. Pay from the pocket. Nobody mm-hmm. make a cent. It wasn't about money. It wasn't mm-hmm. about sponsorship. It was. It's it just like a bunch of guys, you know, that getting together and do what they yep. love. Yep. Well, probably what you, what you did like a, a few weeks ago. When yes. You go right. It's the same. Yep. Thing right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's great to great to make those connections and friendships. Right. That yeah, yeah you form yeah. those friendships that are going to last and uh, around that common bond of barbecue. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, awesome. So, what's uh, what's coming next for uh, for Al Fergoni? Well, I'm gonna keep doing what I do. Uh, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna create more products. Uh, more like again, like like staying in the line. I yep. want, I wanna do like a, I wanna do like <laughs> like a, like an olive oil and, and vinegar, right? Oh, nice. Some, yep. Yeah. Put some of that Italian it. stuff in. Yeah. Exactly, yep. and it goes and it goes with the with the 
with my product, right? It's yeah. the natural, the natural, uh, how you say yeah. uh, it? It's a good combination, product, yeah, fit, yeah. Yeah, the natural combination is that, yeah. yeah. And that, and then, and then still doing what I do. I really, really love to do events mm-hmm. and cook for pe- people. Yep. That, that's, what, that's what I really enjoy, right? Yeah. So are you doing so, that as, as a business, any of the events or anything? Is that just your social, no, having fun no, with it? Well, s- sometimes, but I like to make bonds with brands, you mm-hmm. know, like uh, and, and, and do like 3DO, you know, the Berman Distillery, you right. know. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, also, I would go with, with them and, uh, yep. and, and it's, 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 it's not a paid uh Sure, I, I got you. you go anything, yep. but you know, it's, I love to go there, cook, and mm-hmm. yes, I sometimes they pay me, but uh, but it's more about uh, it's more about like uh, the event and cooking for people, yeah. right? Like yep. last weekend, I cooked for. I went to the my my local in San Antonio, the barbecue store in San Antonio. You know, yep. Brian called me, hey, and we can do this. I, I'm in, dude, and, yep. I, and, I, and I there we cook a whole hog cabrito and yep, nice. So, uh, I really enjoy that. Yeah, I, I did. I did a few private events when uh, after COVID. You know, when, yep. when the fight was pretty bad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I did some private events, right? So just to go through. But uh, yeah, no, my, my my plan is is keep is, is growing the Al Frugoni brand, right? Yep. Uh, I wanna, I wanna more. Is is when I say Al Frugoni brand is more about. It's not a. It's not. My products, not the brand, right? What, what I what I try to to, to show the, the the people, right? That, that's yeah. why I try to try to share what I what I know, right? Yep. Sh- share my passion, share my style of cooking. That's that's for me is huge, right? And, yeah. and I know everything else is coming. Yeah. After that, right? But yeah. I, I'm very focused on, on on I don't know on, do, on doing on doing uh, doing what I do, and I love to do. Awesome. Well, I can, yeah. uh, the passion certainly comes through. So that's awesome. Uh, great to see you and uh, best of luck with, uh, however that happens, right? Nice to you. You're keeping it open to whatever kind of comes, right? So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Al, uh, where can folks find you? I mentioned the Instagram at alfergoni, alfergoni.com is the website. Where else, uh, are you on social media? Well, social media. Oh, well, I'm mainly, I'm in Instagram and TikTok. I'm, yep. uh, alfergoni the same. Yep. Uh, at Alfrugoni, I have a Facebook, a YouTube. I'm gonna start now on YouTube. Uh, I actually have a YouTube, but it's in Spanish. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, I'm gonna gonna start a, a YouTube channel and yep. start like uh, I try to. YouTube is more like learning, right? Yes. So, yep. so it's not like 30 second TikTok video. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I like to do that, like explain what I'm doing, right? Uh, yeah. And, and I, I, I'm thinking also on doing like a like a master class, right? Like yeah, a, okay, yeah. Uh, like let's say the the open fire open fire cooking basics, right? Mm-hmm. And and do like a like a six videos, right? Yep. Put it online so people can buy it. And, yeah, absolutely. But but again, but buy it cheap, right? Yeah. Like a like normal price, so so they can they can everybody can you know start learning about open fire and yep. and what I do, right? Because yeah. a lot of people. Here in the U.S. and maybe Canada too, but but they, they feel like uh, intimidating about open fire, right? I mean, well, absolutely. I wanna people, but I I, I want to show that's my goal, right? Show yeah. people that it's not mm-hmm. it's not difficult, right? It's uh it's easy. It's yeah. easy. It's just just like uh the the guys that smoke or the guys that grill, right? Uh, they they just need like a a few tips. Yep. They don't need like yeah. I know a lot of people that are like great barbecue guys. 
they know they know how to burn. So no, you have to teach me how to do open fires. And no, dude, I don't have to teach you. I, I, you need five tips. That's yeah, it. Yeah. Maybe the, six. Yeah. Right? But uh, it's not it's not difficult at all, yeah, right? It's not like, a not a big step. No, no exactly. Yeah. So so I want that. That's that's my goal, right? People yeah. people uh, because fire, like I said, like I always say. Uh, actually, t-shirts coming soon. Mm-hmm. Open, open fire is not a it's not a way of cooking, it's a way of life. Yeah. Right? So that that's exactly how I feel, right? Yeah. I'll, to light in a fire and, and cook and, and cook your meat while you're watching your fire going and, and managing the fire is, is a different vibe. It's a, yeah. And cooking for your family, like last uh, Father's Day yesterday, yes, right? Yep. It's, it's, just, it's just start a fire. No, the, 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 like the pretend scenario is, you cooking and every all your family around you, right? But that, that's never happened, right? Yeah. They, they they just do their own stuff and you're cooking, right? Yeah. Where's the food? Where's yeah. the food, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, I still love it, right? Yeah. Uh, my yeah, family love it. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then you smoke a cigar, you drink the wine, right? Yeah, and then you're watching your, your fire going and grilling. For me, it's a, for me, it's a blessing. Yeah. To, you can do that. Yeah, it's pretty it's special. Simple. Pretty special to be able to do that. And uh, and you, you obviously you can tell you're putting your heart into what you're creating with the food, and then uh, to see the family uh, and and friends enjoying it afterwards. Uh, that's yeah. what it's all about, right? So, well, my neighbors can smell it. Right? Yeah. My neighbors already know. It's whenever <laughs> yeah. Al's cooking, whenever, yeah. I'm gonna pass by and see what's going on. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, Al. Thanks so much for your time. Last question I ask everybody: uh, It's dinner time. You got one of the uh, you got a fire going in the backyard on one of the grills. What's uh, what's the go to meal for you? Well, I like uh, I like I I always see a classic and it's, it never lets you down. A tri tip yeah. or a picanha. Yeah, that uh, that's cheap, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it's not cheap, buddy. I mean, cheaper, it's cheaper. cheaper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it's it's a very you get a very like a quality price mm-hmm. ratio, yeah, right? A ratio uh, on tri tip or picanha. Yeah, yeah. That's that that's that's what we love to do. And uh, but again, I can cook anything, right? Yeah. Sure. You just keep like like uh, the the event that I went on Saturday, right? Yeah. It's like so. Oh, what, what are you gonna cook? Uh, I don't know. What what do you want me to cook? <laughs> Give it to me. Right? Yeah. What do you got? Okay. So we have this 45-pound uh, hog that didn't fit on the smoker. So you want to cook it? Ah, fuck, yeah, give sure. it to me. Have had her, yeah. What about that cabrito? Oh, yeah, just give it to me, right? Yep. <laughs> and that's uh, goat, right, cabrito? Cabrito is, yeah. The cabrito is the the, the, goat, the baby goat. It's okay. the goat that didn't uh, – it's very, it's very popular here in yes. South Texas. Yeah. Uh, it's the goat that, uh, that like, uh, the only – Drink, drink milk all all his life. It, okay, it's like a, I don't know how to say the, the, the word, but uh, yeah, it hasn't yeah. Uh, hasn't been weaned off of the mum's uh, the mother exactly, the milk. Yeah, yeah. okay. It's like a, like twelve pounds something right. like that. Oh, it so just like little. It's, yep. it's, it's, it's delicious, mm-hmm. but it looks like a rabbit, like a little bigger <laughs> than a rabbit. But it, it, it doesn't have yeah. a lot of meat either, yeah. right? Yeah, but it looks pretty cool when you're cooking it. For right? sure, so, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Well, folks, check it out uh, at Al Fergoni on uh, social media, alfergoni.com. He's doing some amazing stuff. Uh, I'm going to be looking for some of that chimichurri seasoning up here and uh, working that in. I think the pork butt, uh, like you mentioned, that sounds like it would be a great combination. So 
I'll be trying that out and uh, check out those Fuegos Texas grills along with the others. Uh, really some uh, something a little different than we're used to seeing. So, Al, thank you so much for uh, your time here tonight. Appreciate it. And uh, we'll have to get, uh, I'll get with Mel. We'll have to get you up here. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I was always there. And uh, yeah. For sure. Thanks, Al. Let, let, let's keep it grilling. Yeah, keep it going, man. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. You are listening to Canada's longest-running barbecue podcast, and it is time now for some barbecue news, brought to you by the Barrel Boss Q, family-owned and operated small business in Leduc County, Alberta, and the manufacturer of the original Canadian drum smoker. Whether it's in the backyard or on the competition circuit, Kelly Troy and the Barrel Boss Q team are driven by the desire to watch their clients showcase their cooking talents, to slow down a bit and spend some quality time with family and friends. From entry level all the way to fully loaded models, Barrel Boss Q has the charcoal drum smokers and accessories you need to be the barbecue boss of your block or maybe get a walk at the next competition. Shipping to customers across Canada and the U.S., Barrel Boss Q spends time talking to their clients to make sure each and every smoker they make is special and meets the needs of the customer. Barrel Boss Q is honored to be a part of their customers' barbecue journeys. You can follow them on Facebook and Instagram and visit them online at barrelbossq.ca to see the whole lineup. And tell them you heard about them on the Eat More Barbecue podcast. Well, this past weekend, the Moose Knuckle Barbecue team was out in beautiful Invermere, British Columbia for the first Columbia Valley Smoke Show. This was a KCBS-sanctioned competition, and before I get into the results of the comp, I want to take a moment to congratulate the Columbia Valley Chamber of Commerce Smokehouse 93 and everyone involved in organizing this event for a top-notch job. You all did an amazing job of creating a festival around the barbecue competition. I heard that there were around 800 visitors on site Saturday, and it was a great, great atmosphere. We had our Barrel Boss Q drums on display and a table with some products from our friends at Reed's, Junior and the Kid, and Tomahawk on sale. And I had such a fun day visiting and talking barbecue with the folks that came by. There were other vendors on site, some food trucks, a bouncy castle, obstacle course for the kids, and much more. This one will definitely be on the Moose Knuckle calendar moving forward, and I look forward to seeing it grow. That beautiful weather we had sure didn't hurt anything either. On the barbecue side, this was a smaller event with 11 teams competing, and it was nice to see a couple of brand new teams in attendance, the Spice Alchemist out of Drayton Valley and BC's own Blazing Barbecue. Starting with Chicken Hog Parts, School of Smokecraft and Brewery took third place. Smellicue was second, and Brisket Butts won the category with a perfect 180. This was the second 180 we've seen out this way in as many contests, so congrats to Jared and Amanda and the boys on that one. Moving on to Ribs, Red Cliff, Alberta's home cooking barbecue was third. Graham and the guys from the Notorious PIG were second. And once again, Brisket Butts took top honors. In the pork category, the hog parts team was third. Brisket butts fell back into second for this one, and Smellicue took the top spot. In brisket, it was Moose Knuckle Barbecue, with our best showing yet in this category, followed by Brisket Butts and Hog Parts School of Smokecraft and Brewery, first place in brisket. Overall, it was no surprise to anyone there to see Brisket Butts take their first GC and to also join the 700 club with an overall score of 704.6172. Smellicue won the RGC, followed by the Hog Parts team. The Notorious PIG was fourth, and Moose Knuckle Barbecue had our best ever overall finish in fifth spot. 
Andrew Chance and myself, along with our helper Mike, were very excited by our finish and the results, and it was great to see the hard work pay off. We faced some challenges on some of the cooks this weekend, but we pulled it together and turned in four solid boxes. Big thanks to go out to all of our sponsors, Barrel Boss Q for supplying those amazing drums for us to cook on, Backyard Meats for the great quality proteins as long as your local ranch for that great quality Alberta beef, Barbecues Galore, Barbecue Land for Tato Farms and Lumberjack for the supplies, and B&W Freight Forwarders for their financial support. Tow-all, tow-all Rentals also helps us out with the trailer to get our gear safely there and back home again. Thanks, everyone. The guys and I had a bit of a time, have a bit of time off from competitions now, but we'll be doing plenty of cooking in the meantime, and we'll be back at it the last weekend of August at the Didsbury Lions Barbecue Contest, followed by Barbecue on the Bow here in Calgary the following weekend. This coming Canada Day long weekend in Weyburn, Saskatchewan, is the Surus River Smoke event a Canadian Barbecue Society-sanctioned backyard comp. July 23rd to 24th in Lethbridge, Alberta. It's the second annual Smoke, Wind, and Fire. Visit www.smokewindandfire.ca for registration info. Also, July 23rd is a backyard event in Niverville, Manitoba. It's the Niverville Smoke Master Barbecue Contest. Visit events.eply.com slash NiervilleToy for details on this one. August 6th sees another amateur event just a little northeast of Montreal in St. Perpetue as La Classique La Bonte returns. You can search La Classique Barbecue La Bonte on Facebook for more info. The weekend of August 13th and 14th brings us out to the East Coast for the Atlantic Canada Championship Barbecue Festival in Clare, Nova Scotia. AtlanticCanadaBBQ.com for details on that one. That same weekend in Settel, Quebec, it's the Festi Grill de la Côte Nord, another backyard competition, Festi Grill Côte Nord, for info. As I mentioned, August 27th and 28th, second year event, the Didsbury Lions Barbecue Competition. Registration is open at didsburylionsbbq.ca, and I'm excited that Moose Knuckle Barbecue will be back out there for the second year. Barbecue on the Bow in Calgary is on for September 2nd through the 4th, the long weekend. Registrations open at bbqonthebow.com. Competition is moving to an exciting new location this year down in northwest Calgary at the Calgary Shriner Stables location. Literally right on the banks of the Bow River. Sounds like it's going to be a great spot for this event. The following weekend, Smoke in the Valley out in Saskatchewan has upgraded from an amateur competition to a KCBS-sanctioned event. It will be held in Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan in Buffalo Pound Provincial Park the weekend of September 10th and 11th. Smoke, the letter N, thevalley.com for info and registration. That same weekend out in West Gray, Ontario, it's the Jack Nine Memorial Barbecue Competition. You can search Canadian BBQ Championship on Facebook for info on that one. And the final event on the calendar at this point is the third and final in the Manitoba Backyard Team of the Year series in Winnipeg at Lux Barbecue on September 17th. Events.eply.com slash L-U-X-E-T-O-Y to register. Great to see so many events on the calendar and hopefully more to come. Let me know if I've missed anything, and I will be sure to add it to the next update. I'm also always looking for guest ideas for the show, so email me at eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com if there's someone you'd like to hear from. You can find me online 
at www.eatmorebarbecue.ca and also at www.albertabbqtrail.ca where you can check out the listing of barbecue joints here in Alberta then get on out there and show them your support. If you're not in Alberta, get out to your local barbecue joints and show them some love. Thanks to Alan Horbin for the great music on this and every episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast. That's a wrap, everybody. See y'all next week and keep on smoking. Mm-hmm.